Welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplessis, not alongside my always Cody Owen. He is uh, not going to be involved with this episode. And uh, so it's kind of interesting. I don't have anyone to pick on. And uh, I'm certainly not going to pick on our guest, but I'm really excited to welcome in our uh, guest for this episode, uh, Mr. Jason Cup. Uh, welcome back to the Profit Roadmap. We uh, really appreciate uh, appreciate you stopping by. And I can't I got to stop saying we because it's only me. I really appreciate you stopping by, Jason. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm great, Bear. Thanks so much for having me back. It's exciting to spend some time with um, you, not Cody, since he wasn't able to make it. But I'm excited yeah. to spend time with you and obviously everybody that's going to be listening to this uh, to this episode of the Profit Roadmap. Excited to be here and uh, chat with you for a bit. Yeah, it's 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 always great to get of awesome perspectives from from people who aren't necessarily directly associated with service autopilot. You know, we do, we've brought on a lot of our uh, team members, a lot of our leadership. And, and while you're involved with, uh, with service autopilot um, on a number of projects in a number of different ways, you bring about such a great and interesting perspective um, because you, you do have so many other projects that you're working on both for your business and, and, and other outlets and stuff. Um, and the, the subject that we're talking about today, of course, we do want to promote, um, SA5, um, our annual member conference that's coming up, our fifth annual member conference that's coming up at the very beginning of November. Um, and even though we do call it our member conference, we are inviting for the we are inviting non-members as well this year. Um, and you will be one of the featured speakers, correct? That is correct. Yes, I will be there the entire time. And um, at this point, looks like I'll be involved in uh, in three different educational uh, topics throughout the course of the week. Yeah, and that's a really exciting opportunity for anyone who's heard you speak, or um, they've obviously, you know, as, as I do every time, you definitely get a lot of different stuff out of it. You always bring some really interesting perspectives to the table, but more often than that, having the access to someone like you off stage um, is something that you know our our members and non-members alike should get excited about because um, you you this isn't the only event that you've spoken at now. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. Will this be, this is SA5. Have you spoken at all five uh, service autopilot conferences? I was not at SA1, but I have been at SA234 and obviously will be at five. So I've I've been there for four out of five. So I guess I'm batting 80%, right? Hey, that's that's more than that's more than good enough for the Hall of Fame. So you're, you're doing you're, you're on yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. So, so I wasn't at the first one, but I definitely um, have have been there for you know the last three, and then this one that's coming up later this year. And I'm I I just love hanging out with Service Autopilot people. They they are people that are absolutely focused on growing their business and doing it the right way, and ask really awesome probing questions about the right way to do things, and sometimes you know validating that they shouldn't be doing things a certain way. So it's just such a fun event for me. I love being there. I love being there with you guys and the Service Autopilot team who I've gotten to know over the last three or four years as well. So it's always a really, really, really fun event. I think is from my perspective is I learn just as much as I help with the learning process too. I've been to the last two conferences and and I actually learned a lot from our members and from the mm -hmm. attendees as much as the, I did learn from you and the other speakers that we've had as well. And that brings about probably our first big point here. 
and, and how we're going to bring it around to our, our audience. For those who aren't members of Service Autopilot, again, we're inviting non-members to this year's conference. So definitely check it out. Uh, there will be the link in the show notes that you'll want to check out and see the other featured speakers, including Jason Cup and all that we have to offer with SA5. We're going to have some great stuff. It's going to be truly fantastic. But let's bring it back to a general point here, Jason. You've had the opportunity to speak at many events like SA5. Uh, is going to be in, in like our previous member conferences. And I think the takeaway is this. I think there is a huge benefit to going to leadership conferences, mm-hmm. uh, business conferences, and things of that nature. Now, again, you've spoken at a lot of these events. What is your general takeaway from what they can do to ultimately affect your bottom line and give you a solid return on investment? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I have some distinct thoughts on that topic. So first and foremost, I always say that, and I think that this should be the mantra and the goal for anyone who's getting up on stage at any event and speaking to an audience of people. The goal, in my opinion, is to give the audience members a nugget, um, a takeaway, a deliverable, an executable item that they can put into their business the very following week that changes their business, that changes it for the better. And so I always tell people when I'm up on stage, and in fact, maybe you've heard me say it for some of the events that you've been at that I've been speaking at, I always say, hey, you know what? I don't expect everybody to get everything out of the next hour of my talk, but I expect you to get a couple of things. And I expect those to be in highlight and have been bold and with an underline underneath them. And that that's something that you take back into your business. So I think you have to look at the education part, the on-stage stuff, the, the 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 planned presentations that are done by all the amazing speakers that are going to be there. That, that you've got to take nuggets, you've got to have bullet points, uh, because someone who enters any event expecting to come back with a hundred deliverables are, are not, they're, they're going to be disappointed in that because that execution of a hundred, um, a hundred of those are just incredibly, incredibly difficult. So my hope and my desire is, is that that's one nugget. The other thing, which I got to tell you, I believe far exceeds what um, those of us that are up on stage and educating, although I think it is valuable, is exactly what you said, learning from other members. The sharing of best practices, in my opinion, at any event, whether it's a service autopilot event or any other event that you might uh, go to, is so powerful because you get to learn from your peers and they're in a different marketplace and they're not competitors of yours and they might have a really awesome marketing idea or a really interesting way that they've handled their finances or a really um, incredible way that they've recruited and hired employees or ways that they have done client acquisitions or customer service and they have such a wealth of knowledge knowledge because my experience is is that if somebody's going to take the time and the expense of of time and money and and being away from your business to come to an event they have a lot to share as well. And they've got great ideas because they're running a good, successful business and they want to improve themselves. So they've got ideas as well. And that's why I always ask people when I meet them at the reception or at dinner or whatever it might be, I always say, hey, tell me about your business. Tell me one cool thing that you're doing. Also, tell me one thing that you're struggling with because I think that that's important as well. So for me, it's about taking those nuggets away from the speakers and then it's also being really, really, really open to asking the key question of the people who are uh, who are there, the attendees, the members, and asking them questions about their business. Because I guarantee you, you're going to get some great nuggets out of them as well. Again, yeah, and that's I think that's the perspective that I was trying to share a moment ago is the fact that you, I, 
I've learned so much from from our members, you know, just by I, I can't tell you the the tidbits, the nuggets as you've as you've put it out there, Jason, that I learned just from sitting down at lunch with a table full of people. And mm-hmm. uh, absolutely the, the, the exchange of ideas that go on at conferences like these, whether in an informal setting like lunch or a formal setting like in a discussion group or a breakout session after a speaker speaks like yourself are going to be so invaluable for for our listeners out there and small business owners everywhere to take back. And even if it's just one or two little things, those one or two little things add up again. I think the, I think you're, you hit a really brilliant point about conferences in general, you know, so many times when people invest in something and don't get me wrong, I totally get it. It is your money. And when you're putting a lot of money down, you're expecting something, you're expecting a good solid return on investment. But I think so many people um, shoot for the moon a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. They expect that, okay, if I'm going to, you know, put down, I'm going to just put a, a number out there that this isn't how much the conference costs. I'm just putting a number out there, you know, $5,000 for this investment. I want a return. We live in that fast food nation kind of style. We were, I'm wanting something mm-hmm. that's going to give me double or triple that right back immediately. And things, you know, these, these tidbit ideas or these nuggets, you know, again, as you put that, uh, that our attendees or attendees to solid conferences are going to pick up may give you that triple quadruple quintuple that that investment that that return that you're looking for it's just going to take some time because it also has to it you know it also requires implementation as well absolutely yeah you bet i mean i i can't so when I, I used to own a landscape and lawn care business, I don't know if many people know that, uh, but, but I used to be in a service industry business and um, have been out of that business for about 10 years or so uh, running my consulting and speaking company. But when I was in that business, I got to tell you, Bear, I learned so much from conferences and oftentimes it was the conversation that was had outside of the educational event. And, and I know for some people, it might be scary to walk up to someone that they don't know. It might be, you know, daunting. They might be an introvert. They might not want to go up and, you know, in fear of what somebody's response is going to be. But my experience and, and being fortunate enough to spend a lot of time with um, people at the Service Autopilot members conferences over the last three or four years has been that I find that subset of business owners to be incredibly willing and open to sharing what's going on in their business, both the good, the bad, and the tough. And, and so I think that it takes that initiative to ask the question to people that you see at a reception or at breakfast in the morning, um, what's going on in their business and you know, what, what service do you offer and how big is your company and what's some of the tough things you've worked with work, um, work for this year. And I think that that's one, another value of having the conference in, in early November is that people's season, um, their year is, is kind of almost in the books. And so they do have some reflective opportunity with their peers during that period of time. And I can't encourage enough. I also say that there shouldn't be clumps of people. And what I mean by that is that if you're if you always sit with the same people at breakfast and you gravitate towards the same people that you know they're friends of yours or colleagues of yours you interact with them online or via email or whatever it might be all you're doing is you're creating a clump and you're learning from the exact same people that you're already fortunate enough to learn from so go out of your comfort zone and walk up to that person that you don't know and say hi my name is so and so and where are you from and tell me a little bit about your business and you know what's one really great thing that happened in your business this year what was one thing that kept you up at night i love the keep you up at night 
philosophy. So because then that creates a new relationship and that creates a new peer that you can reach out to and that you can begin a friendship with. I hope everybody heard that. This is a and this is a, a very accomplished individual who makes does a fantastic job and makes a living at speaking at engagements like this, advising you that yes, there's value to the service that he obviously provides. The educational events are obviously provide an invaluable service, but some of the most valuable things that you can learn are outside of these um, outside of these uh, these places at these conferences. So it's not about necessarily attending just for the the speaker or if you think you know, the topic isn't necessarily right up your alley. You got to think about the people that are going to be attending as well as, in terms of the opportunity that there is for growth. Am I right, Jason? Did I understand that right? Absolutely. I, I look at an event as a comprehensive learning opportunity. It's, it's not just, I, well, let me put it this way. I think that someone can come to an event and go to all the educational um, offerings and then you know, get in the elevator and go up to their hotel room and they can come back down the next morning and have no interaction with anybody else that's there other than attending the educational events and they're going to get something out of the event. However, if that person really realizes the extreme level of knowledge that exists in all the other times, meaning when education is not going on, that would be at breakfast, that would be after the education day ends, if there's a reception, if there's a group of people going to dinner, you know, maybe it's people, you know, hanging out, you know, later in the evening, the hotel bar and the lobby or whatever it might be. That I believe is where a significant amount of learning, sharing best practices, education occurs because you're learning from your peers. It's it's almost like it, it's almost like the special sauce. It's the icing on the cake to coming to an event. And I just can't encourage enough. That, that people look at that as a secondary element of learning from these experiences. Some of the best conversations that I've had with people are when I'm getting on an elevator or when I'm at a breakfast or, you know, that's not when I'm just getting off a stage after giving, you know, an hour, hour and a half talk or a three hour workshop or whatever it is. It's when I get to look them in the face and I get to hear about their business and give them, you know, direct opportunities. And I know that there's people on the service autopilot team like John and Jonathan that totally agree with that as well, that, that we get so much out of, of, out of interacting with people when we're not up on stage, when we're really looking them in the face and learning about them and they become people to us and learn the name and the face and where they're from and what their business is and what some of their opportunities and challenges have been. So I believe there's a lot more that happens outside of the hour, hour and 15 or two hours that people are up on stage and the eight or 10 hour block of education that goes on during the day. And that's all the other time that you're at the event. Absolutely. And it reminds me of a story of the last conference that I was at. I was actually uh, Part of my duties at the last conference was uh, taking, uh, we did a lot of podcast recording for the Profit Roadmap, as, as some of our loyal listeners know, but I was also uh, doing testimonials. I was recording testimonials. And so uh, part of that required that, you know, I go and talk to some of our members, which was incredibly invaluable for me because I learned a lot. And one of one of our members who, he, he literally is just a kid, um, you know, and, I'm, and that's saying something because I'm only 34. I mean, this guy was literally just a kid. I don't even think he was in his 20s yet. And he is a mm -hmm. member of Service Autopilot, attended the conference. And we started talking. And Jason, I got to be honest with you about business conceptually wise, like 90% of what this kid was talking to me about, like completely went over my head. Like the guy was just, oh, on a, awesome. yeah, the guy was just on a different level. Right. So we sit down for lunch and he's still talking, you know, 
admittedly so at me because again, my 90% of it's just flying over my head because he's just on a different planet um, in a good way. This is totally a, totally a compliment to him and what he's been able to achieve at such a phenomenally young age. But then a, another one of our attendees started listening to him and, and he said, well, one of the problem he was mentioning one of the problems that he had and he's like, and the guy just drops some, drops a bomb and he's like, well, have you ever thought about doing this that way? Mm-hmm. Right. Two seconds, two seconds, a two second response. This guy has been talking to me for an hour and mm-hmm. he has a problem out that's been set out there. And then all of a sudden this guy drops a truth bomb on him that took him two seconds to come up mm-hmm. with because he's had years of experience and this kid's like, you know, this, this kid's business changed. Absolutely. And I mean, it was right before my eyes. It was, it was just, it was like one of those aha moments. That was fantastic. That was, that just literally changed this kid's business. He's like, I have a serious problem. If I could only figure out how to do X, Y, and Z. And the guy just happened to be eating a dinner roll next to him was like, Hey, have you ever thought about doing this? And it Mm -hmm. made sense. It clicked and everything was great. And, and and you know what? And the funny thing about it is, is that as people try to analyze, because I, I know what it's like. I mean, I've attended literally hundreds upon hundreds of events over my career, either attending them to learn or attending them to present. And there's always that internal conversation that you have with yourself. Do I want to spend the time? Do I want to spend the money? Do I want to be away from my business and all of those things? It's a conversation I think anybody has coming into these events. That one five minute conversation that you just described could monetize the investment of time, effort, energy, money. Just like just that one, yeah. just that one little sound bite, you know, with a dinner roll, you know, picking up a dinner roll. <laughs> I mean, what you just explained was exactly what I love seeing that happens at events. And I think it's super, super, super cool. Uh, I think we could all tell stories like that. And that's something I really want listeners to realize is, is that, you know, when, when you, I, I've always said, that when you surround yourself with people who are um, who maybe have a little bit more experience than you, um, have more miles on the odometer, if you will, than you in business, that maybe looks at business in a different way or uses technology in a different way or marketing in a different way, you're going to learn so much more. And then you get to be the guy or the gal that gets to translate that information to the next person down the line. And that is so exciting to me. Um, that's so exciting to me to see that happen and to realize that the takers then become the givers, if that makes sense. The people who are taking the information, they 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 package it back up and then they give it to somebody at the next event because they're sitting there with the dinner roll in their hand, you know, and they're and they're they're listening to what's going on and they're present and 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 paying attention to what people are saying and those struggles that we had in business. So I think it's very, very, very cool. And I think it's an awesome story to really put an exclamation point behind those conversations that happen offline, um, just at a at a at an event, you know, over dinner or over breakfast. Exactly. And I think the people that are listening here who have never attended an event or never even consider it really uh, really need to. Not because of just the reasons that we've explained, but I think you bring up an interesting point, Jason, about surrounding yourself with different people. It's taken from I take I've taken this mantra from a television show. It was a line in a television show, but for some reason it it just rang true to me. It's Robert Gillamy, the late Robert Gillamy, who was in a show called Sports Night. It was on for two seasons. Adam Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Great, uh, great piece of writing, and and one of Gillamy's lines was, you know. 
I've been around for a number of years, but I've come around to this. If you're dumb, surround yourself mm. with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. And so I always, mm. and so my joke off the air and I'll bring it on topic now, especially since he's not here is I'm incredibly bright and I'm incredibly smart, even though I kind of play the dumb guy on this podcast, but I'm incredibly bright. And that's why I hang out with Cody because we disagree mm-hmm. all the time. And mm-hmm. it's, right. it's absolutely fantastic. The amount of good ideas and the amount of things that come out of our disagreement towards this project, which is sharing on the profit roadmap and sharing with small business owners on how to improve their bottom line, as well as their business, as well as themselves, uh, is, is incredible. And I think, um, so to tie it all back in a pretty bow here, Jason, you've attended, as you said, to learn, you've attended Mm -hmm. a number of, uh, you know, hundreds to speak. If I'm sitting here and I'm listening to the two of us, chat about how great mm-hmm. events are. How do I get started? How, which event do I pick? Where do I start? What's a good, what's, what are some good resources? Where do I go? Well, to me, a great question. And to me, it comes down to um, anybody that talks to me personally, or maybe they've heard other podcasts I've done. I always ask what the pain point is. The pain point is what's keeping you up at night. What in your business is something that's a struggle or something that you need to figure out, or maybe what's an opportunity, you know, where do you want to take your business? Maybe it's client acquisition and you really want to learn a lot about acquiring, you know, clients. And I think you need to gravitate towards events who help solve a pain point. Um, And so, and, and so to me, it's not about which event to attend. It's about what that, what that event historically has given to the attendees. And I know that, you know, for like, for example, for the service autopilot event, you know, not, not only are you going to learn some things about the software um, and, and you would know more about this than me, but I feel like that there is a resource room or a lab or something that's set up where people that, you know, can go in and they can get their questions about the software answered in somewhat real time. Is yeah, that, is that true? Yes. We've done that in years past and, uh, um, I'm not sure if that we're planning to continue with that, but uh, yes, we've done that in years past. And the, the good news is even if we didn't continue with that model per se, we still have the people that built the software, support the software, sell the software like myself there. Uh, so you still have a number of resources if you ever wanted to have those questions answered, if, the, if that avenue wasn't available. But I'm, uh, but yes, we have had in years past. And again, I'm not 100% sure if we're going to continue doing that. Uh, but that's just something that's that's a great point, though. Yeah. So, so, you know, so if, if that's a need and if that's offered in the agenda, which I'm sure that an agenda is going to be, you know, published shortly, uh, you know, you and I aren't privy to that just because we have our own little piece that we, that we are investing in, in the conference. But then the next piece would be, okay, let's look at the, the type of people that are attending the event as you and I have spent the majority of this podcast talking about, are these people that are similar to me and similar businesses and industries? Do we think that they're going to be open to share best practices? Am I going to be open to share my best practices with them? Are they, you know, are they from similar size companies? All of that can, you know, can, can be a, a factor as well. And then to look at the educational lineup and see, okay, are these people Speakers who I've heard before, I've heard of, are the you know are the, are the content that the titles of the educational sessions great? Um, does it make sense for some people being able to dr- drive to the event or have it be easily accessible via you know airplanes, which I certainly do know that um, you know Dallas, which is where the Service Autopilot conferences is pretty darn easy to get to, lots of different airlines and two different airports, so, you know, so that's easy. Um, I mean, I've flown down many times, as you know, even to the Service Autopilot office. 
office and you know my flight is always pretty inexpensive. So I, I think you have to kind of look at it comprehensively in terms of which event to go and do. There's an event, let's say you want to just become an awesome marketer. There's events out there in the world <laughs> that are just all about marketing. There are events that I'm fairly familiar with because it's one of my niches um, about HR and about building teams and all that type of stuff. And so you really have to kind of find what your pain point is and go to a place that you think, you know, can, can be somewhere. I also want to say, and you mentioned it earlier that I think it's super important uh, because I was remiss in saying this, but the other cool part about going to these events is I always learn from the conversations that I have with members. I walk out of an event, every event that I go to with a list of things as well. I have nuggets on my list. I have things that I put into place in my business. I have things that I put into place in people's businesses that I, you know, that I help. And so it is truly a true 360 where everyone that's there has a sense of learning. And that's super important to all attendees. Doesn't matter if you're in the audience, you're up on stage, like you guys who are awesome staff members that are there, we're all there with an openness in terms of our educational sponge to be able to learn things. Yeah, I, and I think that's the the biggest thing that I think that you really need to address with anything on decisions uh, as you go forward in your business. And that's always the question that I ask when I talk to all of the people that I speak with when they call or when I'm calling them about service autopilot specifically is, what's your biggest problem? What's your, what's your current solution not mm-hmm. fixing for you? And that's the question you need to ask yourself. Right. And as soon as you identify your pain points, as you put out, or what's cut, what's keeping you up at night, or what you know where your you know where your business is faltering, not where you're failing because you're not, it's just faltering. And if you can find a conference that attacks those um, attacks those pain points, that's where you need to start. And if that's SA five, we really sincerely hope so. We have a fantastic network of individuals. Jason Cup will be there along with many other speakers. Of course, Jonathan, our very own Jonathan Potoshnik will be speaking, and he's got a tremendous amount of experience as well. You know, his credentials are readily available um, for anyone who listens to the Profit Roadmap as well. We've had him a number of times as a guest. Uh, and we, he's always given us those nuggets that you were talking about, Jason, and, and, and you definitely gave us some today as well. Um, so we really appreciate you uh, coming by. Again, I got to stop saying we because Cody's not here. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming by and, and chatting with me about uh, picking out the right uh, networking event, the right conference to attend, why it's a good idea. Uh, and I think that last point was absolutely brilliant. Find out what your pain point is. Where are you suffering the most? And let's seek out a solution for it. And you may not solve the entire issue by going to these conferences, but guaranteed you'll pick up some of those nuggets that are really going to help you get to taking the steps in the right direction. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Hey, Bear, I have one more takeaway that I thought of when you were talking, if, if we've yeah, got the absolutely. time. I know we're almost to the I know we're almost to the end. So, um, you know, some companies choose to bring more than one person to an event. And one of the things that I think that's super important is to not have your entire team go to all the same educational events. Uh, I call it divide and conquer. So if you're going to bring two people, let's say, have each of you go to different educational events and then plan an evening huddle. So after you're out of the educational events, usually right when it gets over where the two of you just get together and you share those nuggets so they can get into one repository so you can take them back and put them into play into the business. Um, the, the, the companies that have all the same people go to the same educational events. Now, granted, one of them might be 
uh, that special sauce, the thing that addresses that pain. And so you don't want your entire team, but if you're torn between which one to go, because even at like service autopilot conference, many of these conference, they have multiple tracks going on at the same time. Um, divide up, divide and conquer, send, send a, you know, send one person to one event or to one educational session and another person, another education session, and then share what you guys learn, because that's going to be a true sense of collaboration and cohesiveness to be a better change agent in your business. Cause you're going to hear a lot more content in the matter of two or three days than if you all went to the same education event. So that's my kind of final nugget. Yeah. Two brilliant final points. So finding out your pain point and then when you get there to the conference, divide and conquer. I think that's a great, excellent point to end on, Jason. And again, I really appreciate you joining us for this edition of the Profit Roadmap. Um, you've been terrific. Really looking forward to seeing you at the conference this year. Look forward to talking to you again soon and uh, look forward to joining some of those huddles that you're talking about after you speak so that I'd love to pick up some nuggets myself. So uh, that's going to be a great opportunity. So uh, check out the link in the show notes, everybody. Uh, find out details details on SA5, but also check out jasoncup.com, guys. He's got, it does a fantastic job uh, with consulting and educating and doing some great things for small business owners everywhere. He's coming from a place of knowledge, guys. He knows exactly where you've been. He's probably experienced the same things you've experienced. And as he just uh, exclaimed, he is still continuing to learn himself. So he is always looking to help uh, others. And it's a great place to go. So jasoncup.com. And we'll also check uh, his link will also be in the show notes as well. And as always, even though he's not here, I'll, th- I'll, I'll, I'll thank you on behalf of him too, Jason, for, you know, for Cody Owen and myself, Barry <laughs> Duplicy. he's Jason Cup. Uh, we really appreciate you coming by and, 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 uh, and, and chatting with us and for everyone else out there, we'll see you next time.